we, we are going to start this episode off with a bit of housekeeping. Housekeeping? Housekeeping. This is the interrupt button. Kelly, I'm handing it to you. When you are interrupted, or if anyone gets interrupted, okay, that's what has to happen now. So you guys get prepared to get buzzed because you interrupt me every time I open my mouth. Crazy. Hey, but that's how it goes. I need to go to a happier place. I feel romantic. Get hot, Buzzy. Just go to bed, darling. <laughs> All right, change the subject. All right, this episode, this is our, uh, this is going to be a fan episode where we answer fan questions. So we have a hat here, a sparkly cowboy hat. Yeah, uh, yeah. And in it, we have questions. I'm going to pull, I'm going to pull some. I'm I was saying pull... good, good, hello. Oh, okay. We can say hello. Hello. What is this? What is Missy. what? It's a. It's a crunchy. It's a crunchy. Daddy hug. snuck in a little candy bar. What's your favorite English candy? Maltesers. No, Cadbury's caramel. Some. I just ate them all. You ate Cadbury's caramel? No. Oh. I, no. no, I ate a, a Malteser. What's your favorite English candy? The lot. The lot. Do you think Cadbury's is better than Hershey's? Yes. Same. Um, they own Cadbury's. They now it tastes the same because it's made here. Mm. Um, something with their they're, recipes, it doesn't the, taste the, like it used to. What's your favorite dirty little treat? Like if you're gonna if you're gonna go do some fucking damage, if you're like, all right, I'm gonna go hurt myself. Yes. Yes. What is your favorite? Just filth to eat. Okay. Um, now, what do they call it? it? You get it at Soho House and it's all bashed up. Eaten mess. Eaten mess. Eaten mess is the absolute best. Okay. Kelly? Um, oh, wait. What is Yeah, Explain what eaten mess is. Okay. Eaten mess is meringue, hard right. meringue, mm -hmm. cream, strawberries, raspberries, and some custard. And it's all like mashed, mashed up. up together. It looks like somebody's just broken it up. It, um, and it's um, fabulous. Fresh green chocolate eclairs is mine. Fresh, fresh chocolate eclairs. And Mark the Spice Trifle. Oh. Oh, that's a good one. A mum a mum likes them. The strawberry cake, the oh. um Victoria Sponge from Marks oh. and Spencer's. I'd love that one. I should go to the fridge. And there'd be one uh, one of them de <laughs> demolished. What did you? What part of it did you like? I like to. It's two bits put on top of each other, and in the middle is cream and strawberries. So I would take the top off, cut the bottom, uh -huh. so I wasn't double dipping, and then put the top on. But okay. it was only left with the top with a bit of old cream and jam on it. Okay, that feels like a lot of work. Just <laughs> yeah. Kel, what about you? What's your dirty little thing? Why do you have to say it like that? Because it's filth. It's filth, Kelly. Why do you have to say it All right, like that? What like, what's your I didn't say it like that. I mean, what's your filth. dirty little thing? That's what's not your... how you said it. All right. Here we go. What's your, what's your naughty, oh, dirty, filthy? That's, that's, that's a, the naughty is better than the filthy. All right. What's your, um, what's, your, what's your treat, your sinful treat that you like to indulge in? I would be between chocolate eclairs and Victoria Sponge. I'm an, see, I'm an ice cream guy. I love any ice cream. Oh, I do, too. I do. I love, I love, uh, 
My is vanilla and coffee. 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 Or mm. strawberry. Mm. Or cookies and cream. <laughs> um, all right. This episode, we're going to be diving into some fan questions. Oh, awesome. I'm going to have a hat. I'm going to take a question out. We're just going to hand it round and oh, just keep yeah. going round. You, you mean can do more. this hat? This hat. This very hat? This very, very delightful hat. All right. I've got my question. Um, Mom, take you take a question. We'll have to see if I like it. Yep, uh, yep. Just uh, make sure you read the handle, like the, who the person is, okay. the, the, like they're at. Oh, 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 fucking Mom, hell, this is a good one. No, that was for Kelly and Jack. Yeah, okay, well, you can well, still the ask the you question. Well. Mom's like, oh, it has to be for me. It must be for me or I will not answer. Dad, take a, take a, all right, here we go. Oh, ho, 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 here we go. Sam Hardy, 3077, asked, have you found Sharon's secret disco song? <gasps> yes, yes, we, we fucking have. have. Yes, we oh, have. Oh, Sam, why what? did you do this to me? Oh, Sam, here we where go. do you live? I'm coming here after we you. fucking go. Oof, get ready. Oh, get, Dad, have you is, heard this? This is mind-bending. You are not the only singer in this family. Yes. Who knew Kelly and I came from such greatness when it Dude. comes to music? Ready? Sorry. Yes. What are you doing, I Kel? dropped it all on the floor. Here we go. All right, you ready? Oh, we're ready. Oh, wait, Striking. hold on. Oh, wait, can hold we on. just talk about how we're going to strike gold okay. in Hollywood? This is your band. Yes. Was called... The Sheikettes. Yes. And the song was called Can You Strike Oil in Hollywood, 1978. Well, let it play, and then I'll tell you why we did it Who's and why it was called what it was Your called. Your beloved wife is singing. She's singing. Now just sit back and enjoy, and please, do She's not feel intimidated. You, there's no need to feel intimidated by her greatness. Here we go. Is it a Eurovision song concert? Is that you singing? Yes! Don't sound that bad. Bit Eurovision though. Sounds of the Middle East. <laughs> Sing it again. All right, so it's another four minutes of that. Okay, okay, and this is why we did it. Please tell us. I will tell you. There is a house on Sunset Boulevard, and it's an ugly white house now. And next to it is like a um, a brick. Is that the one on the bar? It used to be. 
that used to be a beautiful white classic home in, in, in on Sunset ground. Strip. It was one property that they split into two. Right. But when it was one property, it was a classic 1920s house. And I went into the house several times. It had an unbelievable speakeasy that you got through under the staircase, would open up, and you'd go through down into the basement, and there was an amazing speakeasy. Just so much history in this house. Anyway, the house was up for sale, and a young Arab couple bought it. And the wife filled the garden and filled the wall, which had these big urns on mm -hmm. originally, with plastic flowers. So the whole garden was filled with these ugly plastic flowers and urns. And it was so, like, ridiculous, it made the news that somebody had put plastic flowers here. And people used to come down at the weekend and the cars would slow and they'd put plastic flowers and this, this young Arab uh, couple loved it. So then they got statues of women naked and painted them like painted nipples pubic on hair. and pubic hairs and all of that so that the traffic would keep looking at their house. <laughs> and it went all over America. And then they fell out. And, and the chauffeur set fire to the house. And the chauffeur set fire to the house and it burnt down. So you wrote a disco song about this house? Yes. Why? Because it was funny. We need to go back in time a little bit because this was released in 1978 oh, on funny. Jet Records, which was your father's record Not label. Not 78. It says 1978. Oh, I thought I said 88. No, yeah. 78, yeah. 98, we were in May. Yes. Um, so wait, whose who's idea was it? The lady that wrote Rocky. So the movie or the... or The, or the, the song, the soundtrack. To Rocky. Mm-hmm. That she won an Oscar for. How do you... That... I thought... Uh, that was... That was uh, <laughs> hang on, wait, hold on a second. This I just know gets... a tiger. No, wait. that was his brother that sang that song. So wait, the woman that wrote the screenplay for Rocky, I thought... Not screenplay. The, um... The theme song. <laughs> theme song. Oh, oh... Wasn't okay. that Eye of the Tiger? No, no, Eye of the Tiger was different. So wait, the woman that wrote the theme song to Rocky mm -hmm. was, a, was, was a friend of yours. Mm -hmm. And she said, hey, Sharon, we should write a disco song about yeah, this fucking building. Yeah, because everybody would talk about this house, everyone. And so we were all laughing when we said, oh, my God, the hundreds of people that, that queue in their cars to see this house, see the naked statues. We said we should do a song about it. It would probably be a hit. Did you do any gigs? Fuck no. But did you, but okay, so you made the correlation of like, oh, they struck oil in Hollywood because they turned their house into a spectacle. Yes. Ah, no, plus okay. the fact you got a bit of dough to buy a house. You got it, well, that house couldn't have been cheap. No, it wasn't. So, and plus. <laughs> Fuck you. You record this song and it yes. came out on your re in your father's record label. Yes. Nepo baby. Go on. <laughs> Nepo baby. Yeah, I know. It's Go on. Game recognized game. Uh did it actually you guys actually released it? There was like vinyls made. Yes. Did did it was there promotion done behind it? Oh I don't can't remember guys. Lies. Probably not. You guys just kind of did it. Did so you, it. It was a joke. 
No, it wasn't. Yeah. So I'm not local laughing. TV. Look at look at him. Look. No, no it I, wasn't. I actually no, believe that it was very serious. I, knowing I what I know of your father, not... he was probably like, "All right, Shazza, get out there and make us some coin." <laughs> <laughs> We've got some bills to pay this month. Release exactly. a fucking record. <laughs> disco clothes. Yeah, did you wear disco clothes? Oh, what are you now? Yeah. <laughs> I know. Can you imagine me wearing disco clothes? No. You did, didn't you? You did. I you never you're lying. Did. Spandex. <laughs> big boots, huge boots. Big, I wore them, big huge boots. Well, widening boots. Did you have a big, like, fur collar jacket? Yes. You basically look like a pimp from My New York City. My hair was curly, naturally curly and like that. Yeah. Wow. No and then, needed. So how many people were in this band? Three. It was you, the woman that wrote the theme mm -hmm. song to Rocky, mm -hmm. and who else? A lovely, lovely lady, an Irish lady that was a friend of ours. Tessiosa. I love how all of a sudden, since we found the song, Mum has remembered the entire yeah. back. So when we asked her, she was like, I don't know. Go <laughs> <laughs> wow. on. Wow. This is a did you guys chart at all? Mum must confess. I was when I heard your mum singing. The, the dogs have wanted to commit suicide. Well, I will say, the yeah. dogs go I like must that. Say, I must say, in all fairness, she sings okay. It's not bad. I'm well. No, this is where I'm at. This in is Hollywood. But this was pre. This is pre. Uh, Pro Tools. Pro Tools, and like you couldn't fake it that much back then. No, your pitch is pretty good. Yeah, which part are you in that? Or was it like you guys were all three singing at the same time? Or... Singing at the psalm, Tom. Do you have any solos? Oh, so it wasn't you solo. No. It wasn't you solo. I can't sing for shit. Yes, you can. No, I can't. I have the fucking song to prove it. We all just heard yep. it. Hey everyone, it's Jack Osborne here from the Osborne's podcast. I want to talk a little bit about our sponsor ExpressVPN. Now ExpressVPN is something I've actually used for about five years now. I was on vacation, a documentary came out only in England. The only way I could watch it was using a VPN. I did my research. I found ExpressVPN to be the best option available. Just so happens they now sponsor the podcast, which is kind of awesome. ExpressVPN is known for protecting your privacy and security online, but do you want to know the secret? ExpressVPN can also be used to unlock movies and shows that are only available in other countries. And for a television and movie buff like myself, who's run out of stuff to watch on Netflix, this was an absolute game changer for me. My parents were using some weird way to watch BBC iPlayer until I got them an ExpressVPN account and got them dialed in and my mom uses it all the time. ExpressVPN lets you control where you want the sites to think you are located. You can choose from over a hundred different countries. So just think about all the Netflix libraries you can go through. Love Korean dramas? Use ExpressVPN to watch Parasite off South Korean Netflix. This whole week, I've been using ExpressVPN to binge watch the UK office on Netflix. It's so simple. I just fire up the ExpressVPN app, change my location to the UK, refresh Netflix, and bam, that's it. I've been watching it every night to fall asleep because that's my vibe. I'm an office junkie. But it's not just Netflix. ExpressVPN works with other streaming services. Hulu, BBC iPlayer, YouTube, you name it. There are hundreds of VPNs out there, but the reason I use ExpressVPN to watch shows is because it's ridiculously fast. There's never any buffering or lag, 
and you can stream in HD, no problem. ExpressVPN works on all your devices, phones, media consoles, smart TVs, and more. So you can watch what you want on the go or on the big screen. So if you want to get access to hundreds of new shows, use my link right now, expressvpn.com slash Osborns, and you can get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. That's expressvpn.com slash Osborns. expressvpn.com slash Osborns to learn more. I think we should get this band back together, and I think... They should have a real concert. You guys should do a fucking performance of this song. I know, I agree. I, I thank you. I think you have lost the plot. No. no. No, you're all nuts. You're all winding It would cheer me up. us up knowing, wouldn't it, gang? I think Bring I need to. Bring back the sheikettes. Bring back the sheikettes. Bring back the sheikettes. Bring back the sheikettes. Hey, the time is now. The reunion is now. It's, now. it's all There's about no reunions, time like now. All about reunions. I have the next well, wait. question. Okay, go. Wait, can I just finish real, real quick before you go? Because I do on. have a second one on this. Oh. And this is not a bullshit question. This is from at Barkper752. Why are Sharon and Kelly on their phones while podcasting? Just curious. That's a real fucking question. Well, I was bored. You were bored. I was just checking messages. You were on TikTok because I watched No, I you. know, Mum. Mum, so fucking... your excuse oh, is the same as mine. I wake up in the night. No, and she's like this. I must the tell you. like this. No, I must tell you that there is a young boy. Oh, All right, boy. let me tell Here you the story. Another, another young person from TikTok no, that Mum's going to be telling us about. No, and he got the best marketing brain. He is a brilliant singer, a brilliant songwriter, and came up with the most brilliant idea to get a song away. And he's number one, and he's brilliant. Who is it? The song is fabulous. The song no, is called Cigarettes and Black Lipstick. And he's fucking amazing. So you stalk this kid on TikTok? Yes, I do, because oh. he's so amazing and clever and bright. <laughs> Your dad's just like, for fuck's sake. Um, okay, so that's what we'll do for the uh, She Gets. You guys will re-record your album. Just for TikTok. Just for TikTok. Come on, mum. <laughs> Live a little. Live Get a wild. Little. Yeah, you'll go to the opening of a can of soup. Why can't <laughs> we? Why that's can't, not true. Why can't we re-release your song and have a huge... God, you make me sound like a bloody housewife or something. Where do I go to openings? You go out a bit. Not no, you used she... to. You Next used question. To. Pre-COVID, you went out a lot. No, mom is always... Mm -mm. No. What's your question, Sean? Huh? I can't see it, so I have to ask Jack. Oh, okay. Here, allow me to read it. Uh, this is from... At, at Ralphie Bramall. Um, if it wasn't for music slash fame, etc., what career would each of you be doing? Mother? Mm, uh, interior designer. Oh. Kelly? Be a stylist. Uh, clothing stylist? Yes. Oh, okay. Dad? Criminal. Criminal. <laughs> okay. God, I, I probably would have I probably would have joined the army. American or British? At the t I was living here, so that I probably would have done American. Well, you know. I guess you are American, aren't I'm you? I'm very American. Yeah. So am I. No, but you don't have an American passport. Could easily get one of them. Yeah. I'm a criminal. Did <laughs> <laughs> you <just> steal one? <laughs> All right, Kelly. Okay, mine says, mine is from Jenny Lynn 516. A follow-up for Sharon and the kids. 
my daughter is a teen and having substance abuse and mental health problems. Mm. And I was wondering what finally helped you and how Sharon, as your mom, dealt with it all to help. Uh, dealt with it all to help. How did I deal with kids with substance abuse? Well, firstly, uh, I ignored it, put my head in the sand, thought that it was just every kid goes through that stage of, you know, I, I'm going to drink at this party and I'm going to love it. You know, they come back and they throw up and swear they'll never do it again. And every kid goes through a time in their life where they want to try everything and see if it sticks, see what it does to you, and then they'll either drink or they won't drink. Mm. So I just thought, that's what my kids were doing and didn't realize that they'd got the addiction from their dad. I'm not an addict. <laughs> I just helped them out now and again. <laughs> and um, it's the worst thing that could happen to any any parent because you just blame yourself. Oh, more structure. If only I'd have said no. If only I wasn't so lenient. If only I Are didn't allow them around these, you know, people that were bad influences. And so the whole time you blame yourself mm. and it's um, it, it gets you crazy at the end. That's why you go crazy. I'm not saying that I got crazy because of the kids. I was already crazy with depression and um, it it didn't help me it breaks your heart it breaks your heart it never ever heals never goes away because being an addict never goes away yeah it's something that i i do i do worry about with with my kids yeah you know, oh it's, my God, now, it's, now it's just worse than ever because a dying like flies yeah yeah you know and i think i guess the advice that they i, would, are, I know when he was bad enough when we were kids. Yeah, I mean, the, the best advice is go AA, go to AA, go to Al-Anon. But, but, but yeah. back back in my day, nobody ever talked about it. It was like... The the problem is now you, you're seeing this very... There's a, there's a really kind of interesting movement kind of happening in, in recovery where there's a lot of emphasis in kind of ways of recovery outside of recovery. So... There's not a huge push for going to 12-step meetings and, and doing treatment that way. It's more go on a med, take this this treatment or this implant. It'll stop you craving opioids or alcohol. Mm -hmm. And and it's they very... Keep, they're putting Band-Aids on problems that are creating bigger problems. Exactly. And like and there's, and there's strange, like, worded verbiage now. I was listening to a podcast and this woman, she's a, she's a doctor and she was... She's kind of at the forefront of this new rec recovery movement, and they're, they're like removing shame from it and saying, "Oh, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay," and it is okay. But at the end of the day, I don't believe that addicts will ever heal or have an inkling to recover unless they know there's consequences. And if you remove yeah. any, any, and all, like if you if you basically make it okay no matter what, why, why is there ever a desire to stop? With the medication that they're bringing out, those shots, they do say it only works with therapy. It's got to be hand in hand. Yes, because... And so that it's not you, you just have, left to the therapy. You still have the ism. I mean, the... the mm. you still got the ism. Yeah. Alcoholism. Yeah. 
And that and that's a it's a you take the alcohol away, but you still got the yeah. Alcohol. But that's why they say you have to work with the therapist as well. You can't just take the you, drug. In this town, you can get a therapist. I've told you to to suit you. Mm-hmm. You know, because if, if you get a therapist to say you're fucking up, you're gonna go. I don't know. I don't want to change. Yeah, don't like you. <laughs> it's yeah. true. Yeah. You can get a therapist to bang balls on his fucking nose if you want to. Yeah. And when somebody calls you out on your shit, he didn't call you out on it. It's like fuck, you know. You know, you know when I was at Betty Ford, and I was when you leave in a, a centre, you do like a round robin, and all, all the counsellors. Yeah, I know. And this old woman, they all said, "Oh, John, you're going to do so well." But this old lady said, "You're going to do well, like my fucking." You know, she says, "You're young." I was young then. It was like fucking thirty nine years ago. She says, you're young, you're successful, and you're fucking going to drink. But she's, every time you pick that glass up, you'll see my face. And when I drank, I face you. But she said, I fucked it up for you. And once you know why you drink and why you do it, you never do it the same anymore. No. You know, it's it's funny, too. It's like I, you know, I got, I got sober so young, and every, I, I'm not, like, touting my own horn, because there's nothing to really tout, but... Out of everyone that I got sober with, I'm the only one that stayed sober. Other people kind of went in and out and, you know, still around, but some people just left Ryan's the doing well now. Yeah, yeah, Ryan's doing great. But it's one of those things where I don't... I think it's ultimately, no matter what, it comes down to a choice. And it, it, as, as, as tough as it is, as tough as like, oh, there's stuff in your head. Oh, it's telling me to do this. I'm an addict. No, this, at the end of the day, it's a choice because you don't have to. There's nothing hey, saying you, you go, have to. I wonder if I can. Yeah, but, that, but that's what I'm saying. You're making the choice to go, I'm choosing now to pick up but the drug. Everything is a Yeah. i tell you what I think. Cho- when I've gone out, just that, and, I, and, I, and I, it, it comes back in a fucking flash. Yeah. You just feel, I don't, I haven't taken a drink for a long time now. Yeah, as I, as I like to say, once a cucumber becomes a pickle, I can't become a cucumber again. Mm. You know, just. I mean, back to what Jenny's question was, the best advice I can give is setting healthy boundaries doesn't mean you're giving up on your child. No, it's true. But it's the, it's the hardest thing in the world when they say to you, tough love. You've got to give tough love. But I'm not talking about tough love. I'm just saying healthy boundaries. Yeah, I I totally agree with you. But you go to many, many AA people and they say tough love. And also therapists go tough love, tough that's, love. That's and kind of the old way. it's hard. It's so hard. It's that's the old, not the way they do it anymore, Mom. They kind of now, the approach is you got to see the kind of personality. Like tough love worked on me. Didn't work on Kelly. Absolutely not. I matched it. Yeah. So like when you were like, I, your... I, I mean, my thing about tough love is, it's an illness, right? If you had cancer, it wouldn't go. You got fucking cancer, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, some people. Mom, you got to talk to you like that. It's the only way we could get her to fucking go to the doctor. That's true. <laughs> no, but you you don't, you you don't bollock somebody for getting run over. It's true. <laughs> yeah, and. And that's kind of a part of this new, this new w- recovery. Like they, um, they don't call it. Oh God, I forget like the wordage they they use. They, there's a whole new lingo now being used 
in this new kind of recovery movement that's going on. And I don't know if I, I don't know if I, I'm kind of on the fence about it. I think I, but I'm also one of those people now that I don't believe that, that AA or NA or whatever 12 step, you know, group that you're in, I don't necessarily believe that that is the only solution. I think it's a great solution. It's a solution that worked for me, but I don't think it's the only solution. You know, it's one, if, if you don't want to, you want to stop drinking, don't pick up the first drink. It's the first drink that gets you fucked up. Yeah. It's the first pill that gets yeah, you Yeah, but it's easier it's said than done. Great, easy. It's the well, easy. Well, when was the last time I had a drink? But, you, but you're choosing to, part, to, to, you're choosing that. You're going, I am not doing this. Some people, they. Do you know why? Because I, 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 I still remember me thinking, I don't like this anymore. Yeah. If I liked you, I'd go, fuck it, you know. I, yeah, I, but the last time you went out was a big one. I wouldn't oh, be surprised when. Well, when, was, when was that? Remember when you cracked your sternum on the bedside table? Oh. That was a long, long time ago. It was ago. a long time yeah. ago. Yeah, yeah, it was. Ten, ten, ten years. years. Ten plus years, yeah. But I've used marijuana. Yeah, but you, but you kind of, <laughs> but here's the thing. It was either use cannabis. I won't be using it anymore. It was either use cannabis products or fucking opioids. And one will put you in the refrigerator and the other will put you in the ground. You know? I just think it's the best alternative given the fucking hellacious five years you've had. It makes so total yeah, sense. I agree. I won't be doing that anymore. Why? Yeah. <laughs> uh, should we have you a run? Yeah, what's your oh, question? My dad's question is from Eternal Wreck. If you could each pick an Ozzy Osbourne album to describe your life so far in 2023, what would it be? <laughs> That's a tough one. Mine would be No More Tears. Um, I think because I've got nothing to cry about anymore. Oh, I can make you cry. Oh, no, you can make me cry really <laughs> fucking easy. <laughs> we'll fucking rename that album real quick. Passion <laughs> number nine is more. Patient number nine. That that sum, you think that sums up your last five years. Mm. Yeah, it does. What about you? Oh, it's got to be uh, for me. It's got to be Blizzard. Blizzard of Oz. Mm-hmm. Mm, I'm trying to think what what would the ultimate din. <laughs> the ultimate din. Ah, uh, God. Oh, you know what? You know what it would be. It might actually be the ultimate sin, because isn't that the one with the dad on the album cover with all those crazy girls around? Those little girls. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's, yeah, it's the ultimate sin for me, because all I'm doing is getting screamed at by by yeah. by little girls, and the album cover is you getting screamed at by little girls. Oh, it's not, that's a different album. Which no, that's no. the ultimate the sin. He's the monster with me. No, that's Bark at the Moon. No, no. Oh, the monster with the girl and um, yes, red, yeah. it's a red girl. Wait, what album is the one with the, him getting... No Rest for the Wicked. No Rest, no rest for, the wicked. for the Wicked. Yeah, that yeah. is actually, yes. No Rest for the Wicked. That fucking, that's... Because I don't get any rest. That's what you live Yeah, I'm home. just like, they're just girls screaming in my face. Hey, everyone. It's time to talk about one of our sponsors, Prize Picks. Prize Picks is a skill-based, real-money, daily fantasy sports game. You pick two to six players, and if they will go more or less than their prize picks projections. You can win up to 25 times your money on any entry, and that's huge. With the basketball season here, you can now pick combo projections across both football and basketball from the Specials League. 
a league created specifically for combo projections that includes two or more players from different sports and leagues. For example, LeBron James plus Travis Kelsey at a 10.5 combo of three points made plus receptions. Want to play alongside some of Prize Picks' favorite people like Meek Mill and comedian Andrew Schultz? I mean, why wouldn't you? You can go find community players under the Promos tab of the app and view entries from some of the biggest names in the Prize Picks community each week. Now, Prize Picks offers something kind of cool. Prize Picks even offers a reboot policy so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. That's awesome. For football and basketball games, if you had a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return in the second, that player is rebooted. PrizePix is the only daily fantasy sports platform with an injury insurance policy. I mean, why did it take so long for someone to come up with this concept? I've been loving that I can play athletes from a vast selection of sports that I have not seen offered anywhere else. I've been picking in-game projections after the game has started and watching them update in real time. And let me tell you, it's keeping me on my toes. And let me tell you this, I've been winning and the money's starting to roll in. It's kind of nice. So go to prizepicks.com forward slash Osborns and use the code Osborns to get your first deposit match up to $100. That's right. Go to prizepicks.com forward slash Osborns. Use the promo code Osborns for your first deposit match up to $100. Daily fantasy sports made easy. Wait, before we move on on that, I got to, this is, a, remember when I called you and said someone was spouting off on Twitter? Yeah. About, about, uh. Oh, did they answer They never, back? never, never answered back, but I just thought it was spouting a Spouting off on Twitter about what? Someone commented on, on a post and it was like, oh, when's, when's Ozzy gonna let Bob Daisley release the uh, the recordings of Randy Rhodes writing in the studio because they would have they were mm-hmm. had there's a supposedly I don't know if it exists does it exist but um there's re- there's audio recordings of Randy Dad Daisley uh, writing stuff for Blizzard or Diary mm-hmm. and this you know Daisley's gone out and saying like oh Ozzy's not letting me release it and I turned around and said why should he release it he should give it to Randy's family. And Randy's family, it should be up to them if they release it or not. Exactly. The quality sucks. Oh, have you heard it? Everything we ever did, it would record the fucking milkman. On a little cassette machine. The quality is fucking dreadful. On a tiny little cassette machine. And, um, yeah, it's not for us to to do anything with. Yeah, interesting. All right. Uh, All right. Fun question for the family. We like a fun question. If you could bring back three people from the dead for a dinner party, who would you invite and why? Ooh, I know. Go on, then. It would be definitely be Freddie Mercury. Mm. I think he'd be fun at a dinner party. Maybe Thomas Jefferson. Why? Because Thomas Jefferson was, he was kind of like the um, philosopher behind... The Constitution was a really like mm-hmm. if you read like his books and stuff that he wrote later on in life, like he was a really deep thinker and he was like he like famous. He was just a I just found him really interesting as far as like founding fathers go. Mm-hmm. Um, he was like vehemently against slavery and like he was very progressive thinking back, you know, in the 1700s. So it'd be yeah, Freddie Mercury, Thomas Jefferson and maybe Neil Armstrong. I feel like that'd be a good dinner. I have uh, John Lennon. 
Napoleon. Mm-hmm. Winston Churchill. There you go. So it'll be John Lennon, Napoleon. Churchill, and Napoleon. Hmm. Kelly? Mine would be Sharon Tate. Gosh, is that Coco Chanel? Because I want to see if she was as... Nazi. Nazi. Yeah, as mean as they say. Okay. Marilyn Monroe. Okay. Mum? Mine would be Robert Williams. Robin Williams. Mm -hmm. That was a good one. Yeah, love him. Miss him so much. Um, Elizabeth Taylor. What era? In her prime? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She'd like that. Mm. And um, Nelson Mandela. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. For a racist. <laughs> oh, here <laughs> we go. You know what, Kelly? I was thinking exactly the same. Oh, <laughs> I was thinking give like, me a break. But, I, but I've got, I, I wouldn't say that. I thought it, but I know it. <laughs> Jesus. That's the thing. You know what we're going to do? We're just going to just make that just the running joke because then it just diffuses it. Oh, God. All right, Kelly. Okay, this is from Mama Behind the Phone, three, sorry, 3967. Jack, Kelly, what was the most embarrassing thing you got in trouble for with your mom and dad for? Ooh. Um, you go first. I can't. Embarrassing? It's all fucking embarrassing. Oh, I, I think I heard something. What you... Ding, ding. Can I, I, I think I might have an embarrassing moment. Go on. When we were filming the Osbournes. Uh-huh. And we were in Vegas. And you would, and you got, and you got on the table. Or was it your friend got on the table? And there was a whole fucking, a bit of a, no, what about, a what, bit what, of a to-do. When we were doing the filming. Yeah, but not that embarrassing. I thought it was hilarious. When we were filming and mum turned over in the car. Oh, yeah, when mom flipped the, uh, yeah, we talked about that in the yeah. last episode. Um, no, also not embarrassed for that because he deserved it. She deserved it. He deserved it. Kelly don't get embarrassed. I think Kelly gets embarrassed, but Kelly hides. Kelly, you hide embarrassment well. Do I? You hide embarrassment well. You find a way to kind of flip being embarrassed into like, Good. you kind of do this like judo move where they're like, you're going to be embarrassed and you're like, no, instead of getting embarrassed, I'm going to get angry at you for being a dick. But isn't that what everyone does? No. Yeah. No, some people like fold up and they get all like sheepish. You get like, you go to like, you, you get very defensive through embarrassment. I kind of shut down through, through embarrassment, I think. Well, at the end of the day, we're all human and no, everybody I'm, does embarrass I'm You are not allowed to be human. <laughs> Just, I'm like, what's embarrassing though? I used to get really embarrassed early on in like Osborne's days when there would ever be any articles written about me with girls or me, like when they would film stuff on the Osborne's with me with girls. I used to get really embarrassed about that stuff. I guess, yeah, some of my dating history because yeah. it comes back to haunt you. What? You didn't finish answering the question. All you said was embarrassing when you used to be seen with girls. Yeah, that was it. It was yeah. just like a blanket oh. thing. I used to always get really embarrassed. It took me a what, long time like, to get We're comp- talking about like what we'd been in trouble for. Yeah, I don't... I don't get embarrassed when I get in trouble. Uh, I got embarrassed one day. I was like, I had a bunch of guys over at the house. We were smoking pot in the backyard and you came home. 
And, and like, all them naked little girls were running around. <laughs> no, that was funny. <laughs> oh, what the fuck? You on? came into the guest house. There's just a bunch of like naked girls running around, and you're and like, a, "What the fuck?" <laughs> I'm like, "Now go smoking away." the fuck's going on here? Right. We, the fucking we certainly did have some fun. We fucking did. Right. Although I would never let my daughters have the kind of fun we no, had. No, I wouldn't. I, when fucking. mom was like... I'll send him to military school. When mom school. was talking about the other question where she was like... What? Where she goes... I can remember. I can remember. Friday night. Kelly. Friday night. You broke it. Hit it again. I can remember on Friday oh, nights being in bed and that fucking slide whatever machine uh, and it was like that hockey thing whatever it was. Yeah. I'd be in bed and it was like having, having my head kicked in and your mum I'd go this is fucking house like an insane asylum and your mum go now you know it's like you'd be a parent with teenage kids. kids. Uh, you but, know what the greatest thing ever was when we season one of the podcast when we watched old episodes and mom and dad are on tour. Melinda's at home with us. They're on the phone to Melinda or having a conversation about it. And they go, well, she's just got to handle it. That's it's her responsibility. And I'm so messed so up. fucked up to be like, well, we're just away on tour and they're teenagers. And if she can't handle it, maybe she's not the right person for the job. Just like, Dumping it on poor Melinda, who was like 23, and we were fucking nuts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I will just say, when mom's like, you know, as a parent, you blame yourself. I'm like, I would never let my kids do half the shit that you let us do. It was a different never. time, though. It was a different time. But Much different. I would never. And I think maybe it's because I know what. I would have done in those situations that I will never let my kid do that. You know what's weird to think about? Remember what I remember being very like young, like young teenager, thinking back and going like, man, it must have been such wild times in the 70s and the time like back in the day, like in the 60s, 70s, LA music scene, it must have been epic. I wonder if like young, like 21 year olds now, like look back at like the early 2000s. They do. And go, wow, it must have been wild times I bet back they then. Do. Yeah. And it fucking was, it, it was, so, it was such a fun time to be in LA. That kind of. So LA is the 70s. Yeah. But LA is so boring now. Oh, it sucks. The soul of the city's gone. Here's a question for you, Joe. From In Out Socks. In Out. <laughs> Wait, is it in out sucks? <laughs> in out, in out sucks underscore thirty sixteen. All right, good. Has Jack ever thought about doing stand up stand up comedy? Mm. You know, I've I've actually I have thought about it, but purely in a way of like, man, it'd be so terrifying. Like that's my thought when I think about stand up comedy. I think it would be really like I, my hats off to like people who do stand up because I think it's one of the I think it's the the most the loneliest the loneliest and most vulnerable thing you can do in it's entertainment. It's very vulnerable. Yeah, I watch. I have a lot of friends that do it, and that's why it's a constant thing for comedians to always be testing their material. And yeah. every week, you'll see the oh, biggest comedians oh, in these clubs. Also, the heckler. I, I couldn't stand being heckled. Yeah, 
Oh, it wouldn't bother me. When I when I went to see Ricky Gervais the yeah. other day, so I went to see Ricky Gervais at the Hollywood Bowl. Oh my God, you went? Yeah. Was it amazing? I invited you. You couldn't come. I couldn't come because I didn't have yeah, money. Yeah, it, Kelly. It... <laughs> Kelly, I invited you. I can't remember. I have mum brain. I don't fucking remember anything. It, it was fucking amazing. But here's the most amazing thing about why I think Ricky Gervais is up there. I mean, he's clearly up there with the best of the best. He was. He used the Hollywood Bowl to test material. <laughs> Most comedians go to like, you know, the comedy, the comedy store, the laugh factory, small little venues before they do their special. He was like, fuck it. Eight, nine thousand people and he's fucking testing material. Twelve thousand. Yeah. And he comes out there and he's like, not sure if this one's going to work and like just goes for it. And it was I, I literally, Kelly, he took the fucking gloves off and throws so damn hard on, on this this tour he did. I, it was so, I was dying. He, there is, he holds no quarter to anyone. No, he I love him. fucking just eviscerates love him. everyone. I, I just think he's one of the funniest people yeah, but, on I'm, and I'm off. I'm sure, yeah. when he was to the studio, fucking globe, golden globe. He's got like, come on, get your order and fuck off home. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, stuck on it. You know, don't really make it, don't, don't make a speech about the God. Go on, thank you, God, thank your agent, and get the hell out of here. He was so good. Oh, fuck off. Oh, and he goes. I don't care. And if any See, of the, the ba- is- any of the bad movies, he'd go. Oh, who saw that one then? I mean, but the, but the audience are like, what? They were so shell shocked, terrified because of they're him. just used to getting their cock stroked by yeah. whoever's hosting an award. Yeah. It's like, and he's just like, fuck you See, all. And he goes, I don't care. <laughs> I just remember when he, the year he, he was hosting and Steve Carell, I think, was giving an award. And he's like, oh, I get to introduce the, the best employee I have because he, <laughs> he created the yeah. office. And, so yeah. he, and it was just like, oh, and then Carell comes out and he's just like, oh, for fuck's sake. Just do your worst on yeah. me and then let me go. Hey, everyone, just taking a little break here. But while we do... Go check out Ghosts and Grit. It's my podcast. You can find it on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. So it's good. We deal with ghosts and grit. It's great. It's gritty. It's gritty. And ghostly. I just want to see the alien disclosure more than ever. Like, what, NASA, did you see that disclosure today? No. NASA. Like, the Stanford guy the, was like, hey, dude, it's real. Yep. And, of course, it didn't go fucking viral. No, of course not. Why listen Why listen to that guy when, you know, you got a Stanford. Kardashian, when you yeah. got a Kardashian showing their butthole, like, who Which is definitely there to distract, Fully. in my opinion. Fully. Deep state asset. Go ahead. Um, it's deep state ass. Ooh, at- stop being funnier than me. <laughs> okay, Mom, this is your one. I'll read go it because you're blind. From Eric's Lux... 8792 to Jack and Kelly. Now that you both have kids on your own, uh, looking back on your own childhood, all the traveling and being in the media, would you let your kids have that kind of childhood? Good question. Yes, because I think we got the best education ever out of it. And we got to see the world and meet every kind of person you could ever imagine meeting. And that sort of education is invaluable. Yeah. Yeah, I would, I would, I would just have a little more parameters, I think. 
I think I would have a, you know, with my kids, I'd have a little more empathy. With your kids, but whatever, you know, right parameters. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. I would have, I would, I would allow them to, you know, if Andy or Pearl or whatever, any of the kids kind of started walking the line to go into entertainment or whatever, and they mm -hmm. had a career. I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know whether that's the right way or the wrong way because we were kind of open. We, we've been. We've always, I've always tried to have a relationship with you guys. Mm. And, but you know, when I was a kid, your father's come on. I go fuck, you know. I d I just don't know whether. And you're before oh, I get boxed you know, around the head, you, you down the punch stair. in the ribs, and kick down the stairs. Anyway, guys, I'm hearing here before that I wasn't a good mum. No. Didn't say I, that at no all. one has said you're not a good mom. Okay. You just didn't you're have any, You just put it off on Melinda. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I've never, no, no, never in a what I can never say that. No, you. Okay. Uh, you just like, let us do things that I would never let. Yeah, I mean, my I was, kids do. I had the best fucking time. As I a had kid. the best childhood. Like yeah. when I think about my childhood and all the things that we did and all the parties that we went to, and oh every God. every night, it was so much. Fun. I mean, yeah. Listen, everything comes at a price. We had, I'm just, I'm glad we made it out alive ultimately. Yeah. But, you know, I I don't know if I is, would. The, the thing is, even with the restrictions that I had with my folks, and I did it behind the shed and whatever, you still do it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You're still going to find a way to fucking act but the a fool. the thing is. But I, I don't know. I don't know whether it should be be an open relationship with your kids or a restriction. I don't know because if they're, if they're going to die of, or whatever from drugs, they're going to do it anyway. Yeah. See, for me, because you know, I'm starting to see it as Pearl and Andy are getting older. Like I'm trying to kind of ride a balance of like, hey, listen, just my thing is, just don't fucking lie to me. Don't oh. don't keep secrets. Don't lie. Just be really open about what's going on, and I won't ever punish that. I'll never, because I, for me, I know I felt like a lot of shame that I was going to get in trouble, and I was going to have all this like crazy shit happen. So I was really like secretive about a lot of the things I was doing, and I just felt like fuck, like I'm going to get, you know, my ass chewed out if I, you know, say I did this or went and did that or whatever. Um, and so I'm trying to change that with my parenting with the girls just because i but even so it still happens yeah, yeah. It's Whatever, is, but i'm sorry ozzy but isn't it amazing how children so young learn how to lie yeah it's like natural yeah. it comes natural so you didn't answer the question did you what was the question again now that About, you both have would you let oh yeah i said kids, yeah i would yeah are you and Sid kind of planning to go heavy on the music with with oh, young big Sydney? time, yeah, big time. And it, oddly enough, out of all of his toys, his instruments are his favorite ones to play with. Yeah, he loves anything that makes sound. Yeah, in Hollywood, you can struggle. Oh, all in Hollywood. You. Hi, Osborns. What is your take on the? Organ donation. Organ, Organ donation. Organ donation. Oh, Sorry, I read that really wrong. This is really tiny. <laughs> um, what is your take on organ donation? I think it's important. Yeah, I'm a donor. 
Are you a donor on your ID? Yeah. I did. But the whole rumor of like, yeah. if if they see that you're a donor, they won't keep you on life support and all that kind of yeah. stuff. I don't know how true that is. I bet you there's an element of truth to it. Yeah. I'm sure there is like something to where the fact of the matter is hospitals do make more money when you're an organ donor. But I don't know if that's at like the forefront of the mind of the fucking, you know, triage doctor that's trying to keep you alive. Yeah. I think the mission is to keep you alive, but if yeah. you don't happen to make it, why not make it so that someone else can live? Are you guys organ donors? Yeah, but ours are so old and fuggly, they're gonna... You what? <laughs> well, I've got a piano. <laughs> 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 they're pretty worthless, aren't they, at this age? Well, I think they can rest your heart. Your, your heart, mum. They, they, they always say, Dad, that tell Dad that he's got a heart of a 25-year-old. I used to. Now it's a 35-year-old. 85-year-old. How did Ozzy and Sharon meet? What was their first date like? Well, I met her at a Halloween party. She fell off a broom. Oh, <laughs> God. <laughs> oh, not that old one again. I first met your mother when Black Sabbath went down to see her father for management and she was terrified of us. That was probably a good reaction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that was in But when you when you looked 17, at Mum seventy nineteen seventy. When you when you met Mum in nineteen seventy, were you like, damn, who's that? Oh, we... I did uh, she was on a, a, recep- a telephone reception. When you met Dad, were you like, who's that hunk? <laughs> who's that st- Steamboat right there. No, I was very intimidated. Yeah. Yeah, very. I I didn't, I used to like, I didn't want to look because I was, you know, like that. That's funny. When were you not intimidated by him? Nine years later. Mm. And did you guys have, between that time of meeting to the when you guys, when you started working together, how much, how often would you guys run into each other in the halls of music? A lot. A lot. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. I remember, I remember so, was it, was it a bus? No. Long Beach Arena. Um, well, there, was, there was a festival, and it was in Boston, playing, and you were in a tent. Yes. Yep. Was it Boston? Yep. And um, well, there are, there are, loads of loads of places. Are, are See, Dad did notice, Mum. Ah. Oh, yeah. I, 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 I thought she ain't never going to want to go and have anything to do with me. She goes, you go, she go and rip you me diamonds. And, and it's me, i got a fucking tap around my neck with jewelry. <laughs> you hear him dripping me uh, diamonds. <laughs> which one of you thinks they married up? What? Well, yeah, I never was that's married. That's a horrible question. I never was married. That's not what married up means. Ma- married man. up like means like you married someone that you think's better than you. Oh, like there's like a saying, like I, you know, I, I know for sure Ari's way better than me. Like it's, you know, it's like a thing. Um, edu- your mom, your mom educated me on in so many different ways. No, how to get out of a hotel without paying the bill? <laughs> <laughs> we did that once. Do you remember? Fucking more than once. Wow. Yeah. Shut up. Get, get put the elevator to the fucking ground. No, down to the car park. Well, I guess they didn't have credit cards on file back then. Nope. 
Women weren't allowed to have credit cards until I think 75 or 76. Women were not allowed to have credit cards. In this country until 75 or 76, you couldn't have a credit card. That was a good law. (laughs) I should have kept that fucking thing in. Wait, why? Because women weren't responsible? Yeah. (laughs) That's that's, that's the truest statement ever. Holy shit. Shit. That's still not responsible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's insane. I know. Wow. So you paid for that record with a credit card then in 1978 because you'd had a credit card for three years. Very funny. <laughs> oh. Uh, wow. Okay. Do you remember what the old Visa cards used to look like? Yeah. Blue and yellow mm-hmm. and had that big line in the yeah. middle. Every time I went to use my car, it would bounce on everybody. I, 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 I hate the fucking... You, you know what? I fucking hate credit cards because you can do some serious damage with it. If you had to go 100, 200, yeah. you wouldn't buy off the shit. Nope. But now you can't even get in a car park without a credit oh, yeah, card. Every, especially since COVID now. And it, you, you can't know, buy also, a coffee. Also, banks don't like you to use Cash. Cash, They don't want it. They um. Do you know that if a business, you know, they go, oh, we're we're cashless, we're credit. It's illegal. It's illegal. They They have to take your money. Yeah. Like if you were like, all I have is cash, and you leave the cash, and they say we don't accept. We went to a a, a, a hotel to buy the Kennedy Airport in New York, and the guy said, "What are you complaining with cash? Fuck off!" Because if if somebody knew you had cash. Get mugged all the time. Yeah. All the fucking time. It's kind of like now. Mum, your question? Anna Marie at 7N734. What home cooked dinners do you like the most? Thanks, heaps. Dust, anyone? Uh, Sunday roast. Uh, That's uh, my favorite. Like a home cooked Sunday roast. I'm with you. That's where it's at. And you surprisingly are good at it. Yorkshire puddings, roast potatoes, gravy, chicken. I miss a roast dinner. I wish I was peas, mash. I like the yellow pages when you just go, we'll have. I think we should start a family tradition. Of what? Of doing a Sunday roast every Sunday. Everybody should take a turn in doing it. I I, I do love a Sunday lunch. When when I was growing up, we always had them in our house. All right, I'll do the first one. Okay. But you have to cook it. You can't. You can't no. outsource it. Yeah, no, no, I will. But then Mum's is going to be a bit off because well, there's no oh. Marks and Spencers. Well, we can figure it out. Let's go to the fucking English go to the English pub. shop. You can get yeah. Yorkies there and things like that. Go to the English fucking because the place down farmers market. You can have what's another good? I do a good pasta and meat sauce. Like I can do that from scratch really well. I know it's like super basic, but I have like a whole process. I like Talking shepherd's which, pie. Yeah. Talking, I of, can which, do a good talking of which, Mrs. O. Yes. I was watching a thing on, on YouTube yesterday about pasta. And the fresh pasta is great. Mm-hmm. The dry pasta is not good. No, I yeah. know. Um, you know, Maynard from Tool has his own like Italian restaurant and they make all their own fresh pasta with like special type of flour. Like it's live, mm-hmm. it's like live flour. Where is his store? It's in. Um, it's in Arizona. We should go. Yeah, we should go. Let's do it. We'll go. Well, I'll tell you what I was sad. You remember when we used to get that, it's from that Italian and it got closed. Yeah, in, 
back in Amersham. Yeah. It no, was no, so no, it was good. in No, I mean here. Oh, but um, um, when Medeo. you get a chicken with the tomatoes. Oh no. oh no, it was the pizza place. Yeah, it's just off cool. Robertson. It yeah. was such a great the one place. by your old office. Uh, this question, Jack, how are you doing with your MS? I recently got diagnosed, and I am still awaiting a treat. Wait, I have MS. Jack, <laughs> wait, you know I'm with this Parkinson's or ever. I never think about it. Yeah, I don't. I don't think about it unless, like, either I hear someone talk about it or. I mean, because you have Parkinson's, I, 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 I never think about. Well, everyone thinks like you're like dying. Yeah, dying of Parkinson's, and it's like no, he's dying because he took a fall. <laughs> but not really. I'm kidding. It's a joke. I mean, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I don't know whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. They go, oh, because you took this medication. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, no, I never, th I never think about I it. I never kind of, think about it. Yeah, never. Just kind of trucking along. Because if you're going to hog up, I've got better things to think about. Than... But yeah. you never get hit by a <sighs> symptom of something or you I've wake been... up and you just can't get out of bed that day. I've been so good for a long time now. I, I don't... See, it's hard because I'm like, oh, am I really fucking tired today because of... The kids, or I've been overdoing it, or this, or that. I mean, you got, you got, you got four kids. Of course, you're gonna get tired. So you yeah. go, I'm a yeah, I'm a tired to the kids. Yeah, I mean, there are some times where, like, I get, I because if anything, it is the, um, it is like the fatigue that does yeah. get me. Like, I don't have any like zaps going up and down my legs. I don't ever feel tingling or numb numbness or. I mean, that, that surgery that I've been had over the last five years. That's been more had more an effect on me than anything else. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it was the fall that really fucked you up. It wasn't the. I mean, you got the video of me going in for the first that surgery. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I'm. I'm you I'm never doing... have any problems with your legs anymore. No, no, I never do, and I'm so fucking well, active. Your eye. No, my my eyes actually got better over the last few years. It's not fully there, but like. I used to not be able to see red, and now I can see. It's just a little bit washed out. Mm -hmm. My back legs sometimes give me some stick. Yeah? Your back legs? Your back oh, legs? I was like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Jack's like, yeah. Minotaur over there. <laughs> I'm the world's worst MS patient because I, uh, I stopped taking actual, like, traditional treatments for it. I know you did. But I, uh, I do a lot of supplements. I do a lot of... You know, your mum, your mum, I, I have it all. When you guys do, oh, I'm worried about this one. Chugger. Mum's, oh, let me tell you, your mum spends more time worrying about you and you guys. And well, it's mutual. We sit around yeah. worrying about you two fucks yes. all the time. Yes. I bring your grandkids to have see me. I fucking I, will. I, I, I have a video. That's all I ever see. Well, she's, scared. Your... she's scared of you, IRL. I know, it's weird. You haven't seen the new video. Which one? Where she's pointing at the, uh, we put on Crazy Train, like an actual and performance. And she goes, I, I, Well, I. she does the I, 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 but she's pointing at the TV going, Papa, 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 just on repeat, like a broken record. <laughs> and like, oh. and she, she goes. Yeah, well, in real life, when she sees it, she's like, he's like, oh, fuck, there he is. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas, like, Sid comes over and he's like. Well, he's lived the... here for his whole I, life, basically. Uh, yeah. Sid loves, I love Sid. He's a funny little guy. Yeah, but I mean, laughing all the time. But what I do now is more just stay physically active, do a ton of different 
Really Change your food. Isn't it funny that he, he loves being Look. around guys? Yeah, he does love being around yeah, the boys. Yeah, you've got a total bro. I know, I do. You have a total freaking bro. He's going to be like every physical sport under the sun. Oh, yeah. Lighting he fires loves, like your loves brother. He rough play. Like, yeah. just loves he's, he's, he's to be thrown team. around and yeah. tickled. And he's just the best. Just shake him. You just got to shake him. Oh. All right. Can I go up and see him now, please? Yeah, let's, let's wrap no. this up. All right. For this episode of the Osborne Podcast from Aussies, good night. <laughs> Oh, it's like. Stop it! You can't use that. Hi. Oh my god, that was fucking weird. Nothing. All right, Dad, give us the sign off one more time. Um, from the Artboard Podcast. Just, we're signing off this Os- Osborne podcast. See you soon. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Oh, yeah. Don't forget to click like and subscribe wherever you watch your podcasts. Yes. And, and we love you very much. And thank you for listening. Thank and you. have a great week. <laughs> <laughs>